it's time for the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Today's show is brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, your hometown plastic surgeon that has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. The Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give him a call at 615-596-2006. Garbison Construction, they have been impacting and investing in people's lives in Rutherford County for nearly three decades, providing quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. And now, from Toots Restaurant in Murfreesboro, please welcome the hosts of the Rutherford County High School Football Show, Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Gould. Good morning and welcome to the Rutherford County High School Football Show. I'm Nick Gould and alongside me is Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale. We're here at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street in Murfreesboro to give you everything you need to know about high school football for all 11 teams here in Rutherford County. We're now into the playoffs as nine of our 11 Rutherford County teams qualified with three region champions. Today we'll recap all eight Rutherford County games played last week and take a look at who is advancing and who is hanging up the pads for the season. We will be announcing this week's player of the week and previewing next week's matchups, finishing it up with our selected Rutherford County game of the week. We also have a post-game interview with Rockvale head coach Brian Guthrie. The Rutherford County High School Football Show is presented by Web Aesthetic, your hometown plastic surgeon who has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. PCA hosted their first ever TSSAA playoff game at Floyd Stadium on Friday night. But Nashville Christian turned out to have the upper hand winning 47-14. Uh, this PCA segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Tatum Marks got on the board first for the Lions with a rushing touchdown. Fortunately, it was all downhill from there as their only other score came in the fourth from a Sean Berkefer pass to Ethan Rowland. Both touchdowns were followed by Jack Byford extra points. Lions fought hard all season, and I think they have a bright future ahead of them, led by LeBron Ferguson and rising senior uh, quarterback Tatum Marks. Yeah, um... Five wins, playoffs, host a playoff game. Um, I talked to Coach Ferguson last week, and um, he was saying, I said, if you step back and looked at what you've accomplished and enjoyed it yet or, you know, how tunnel vision coaches are, he goes, oh, I definitely have. He goes, I'm really, really proud of this group, um, what they have accomplished. And uh, he didn't say this, but I'll say it. I think they – they're further along than most people expected, and, you know, they've got a lot of young players on that team. They had a very good middle school team this year. So I think the future's bright. It's going to take, you know, it's probably going to take three or four years for them to get to where they really want to be. Um, but who knows? Uh, they proved probably some naysayers wrong this year, but I thought it was a nice year for them, a great year for them, actually. And, you know, Nashville Christian, that other side of the uh, Class A bracket is really strong. 
So their, their record was misleading at uh, four and six. But all that aside, uh, those guys, those kids got a lot to be proud of, and particularly that senior class. They started this stuff thing in eight-man football, and they're they're kind of the, you know, they're the pioneers of football, so to speak, at uh, PCA, and uh, I think great things uh, lie ahead for them. Yeah, I was talking with uh, Tata Marks, and I said, well, you know, what do you think about this transition from eight-man to 11? And he said, well, we were playing football. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the exact same, but we were still working in the weight room playing football, and I think, you know, that goes to show with uh, with the success they've had this year. Yeah, it's like Coach Ferg says, it's um, – it may be eight, it may be 11, but it's still blocking and tackling. So, you know, kind of the old school approach. And really, that's what it is. And that's your PCA segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Siegel went out east to play Region 4 opponent Cookville on Friday night. Came up short 35-14. to 14. This Siegel segment is brought to you by Garbison Construction. Who provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects in Rutherford County. Cookville got on the board first, but Siegel answered quickly on a 92-yard, 11-play drive, capped off by a Christian Fletcher 30-yard touchdown run. Cookville then proceeded to score two more in the second quarter, making it 21-7. Cookville then drove down the field trying to further their lead and was intercepted by Quentin Groves, who brought it all the way to Cookville's 9-yard line which translated to a Drew Hostetler touchdown thrown by Tristan Thornton, making it 21-14 at the half. The third quarter was scoreless, but Cookville added a couple scores in the fourth, basically ending the game and the start of season there. You know, when you do done your recaps each week, do you feel like you've mentioned Quentin Groves on defense <laughs> like every week? Pretty much. I mean, he's just a ball hawk. Uh, you know, that's – Tough loss for Siegel. Uh, Cookville, you know, a pretty physical team. You know, you'd like to have had your no knock on the, the who's quarterbacked him down the stretch. He did a really good job for him, got him in the playoffs. Uh, but you would have loved to have seen Thomas Santel in this game and what he could have brought to the table. But unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And, you know, there are a number. Cookville's the number two seed. Uh, they've been pretty consistent uh, throughout the season in a league that had a lot of inconsistency. And so, tough, tough road trip, tough place to play, and just a little outmanned in their final game. But, hey, been, what, six, seven years since they've been in the playoffs. So, uh, good season for Coach Renshaw and the Stars and a lot to build off of uh, going in into the – um, you know, in the, into the off season. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Santel. Uh, I think that was a collarbone. Um, so he should be he should be recovered. I know he plans on playing ball next year. So uh, good luck to him, and good luck to the Stars. You know, in the future, they made it to the playoffs this year. So you know that streak's over, right? Yeah, and you know Santel's a good athlete. Plays basketball also. So I know they're looking forward to getting him um, back for that, which will begin soon. And that's your Siegel segment brought to you by Garbison Construction, who provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects in Rutherford County. Stewart's Creek went to Brentwood on Friday night to take on Region 6 opponent Ravenwood, 
but could not keep up with their relentless rushing attack and lost 28-14. to This Stewart's Creek segment is brought to you by Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give them a call. Jeremy Smith got on the board first with a 17-yard touchdown run, and Kenny Jordan scored on an 80-yard pass from Jacob Jones with some trickery in the backfield by the Redhawks. Ehab Habib kicked in both extra points, and that first first half lead was not enough as Ravenwood put up three scores in the second half, sealing the victory. Pittsburgh commit Nigel Maynard was out with a back injury, which certainly didn't help. Tough, ga- tough game against a tough opponent, but I do think they held their own. I know uh, last time they saw them in the playoffs wasn't quite as close. Yeah, um, you know, Ravenwood's one of the top teams in state. Coach Hester does a great job over there, former Laverne coach. Um, you know, they're a perennial top ten team in the state each year. You know, Stewart's Creek did hold its own. Uh, they finished here with seven wins. Uh, so uh, that's a that's a really good number. Uh, they had a lot of success this year. You know, a couple up and downs here and there. But, um, you know, they've got, again, they've got a lot to build on going into the off season. You know, you know, you think about some of these kids. You know, if you go, if you go one and nine, zero oh and ten, two and eight. You know, what's your sales pitch to them in the off season? You know, uh, if you win five games, like you're for PCA or a Sewers Creek, and you win seven, hey, we just got to we got to take that effort a little extra in the weight room in the off season. You've got you've got something to sell to them, you know. So um, Stewart's Creek certainly falls in that department, and, and um, you know they've got a good program, and I think they'll continue to have a good program. I think you're right, and like I said with uh, the Santel kid, uh, Nigel, I know you're out with the uh, injury, and we hope he recovers well and and has a good uh, career at Pittsburgh. Yeah. And that's your Stewart's Creek segment brought to you by Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give them a call. Rockville took to the road to play Region 4 champion Mount Juliet on Friday night. This was a very tight game, but the Rockets are just a few points short, losing 23-19. to This Rockville segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Timmy Williams got the scoring starter for the Rockets with a 64-yard pick six. Later in the third, Malachi Tellen threw a 79-yard touchdown pass to Jalen Morgan. Morgan scored another in the fourth, finishing the day with six catches for 135 yards and two touchdowns. Tellen completed 13 of 27 for 193 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Down four, Rockville was driving at the end of the game, but the last pass was intercepted in the end zone. And that ended the season there. You know, I think um, the good Rockville showed up in this game. Yeah. You know, we've talked about them, you know, within our coverage area in Rutherford County. Probably the most yo-yo team all year. Just up and down, up and down. But they came. They brought it. Uh, Mount Julius is a tough place to play. Great atmosphere. They're a number one seed. Um I guarantee you their coach was thinking this is not the ordinary number four seed we're playing here because um, Rockville is very athletic, um, an experienced team, and uh, they, they left it all on the line out there. I think they've got a lot to build on. Um, 
you know, they're going to lose quite a bit of talent. Um, a lot of seniors on this team. They had that, a big senior class. Yes, you know, a, a senior class that's paved the way, that took the lumps the first year. Didn't win a game, I don't think. And, um, and it, it slowly things started to come their way. And, um, you know, break or two here, break or two there. Uh, they might be playing this week. Yeah, they might get uh, that Oakland matchup. Yeah. Uh, I know they'd love to replay that one again. Sure. Everybody wants a second chance at that. Absolutely. Them, right? uh, and we've harped on this all season, but at the end of the day, I think it was maybe the kicking game that really really won this game for Mount Juliet. They made a long field goal uh, after the half. Rockville missed both of their point afters. I know one of them they went for two, but, you know, when it's a four-point game like that and there's a you know a kicking advantage on one side and maybe a couple missed opportunities on the other, you know that makes up that that five four five point difference. Yeah, it's special teams. Tell you what, if you've got a dependable kicker in high school, uh, that's such a luxury. And you know, not just kicking field goals or extra points. I mean, you expect to do that, but you know, when you've got like a, a kicker that bangs it out of the end zone on every kickoff. Well, you're not you're going you've won part of the special teams battle there because you don't have to re, you don't have to have a recovery team out there, you know. Well, and uh, I think about, just about every week we've had a kickoff return for a touchdown yeah. somewhere, you know. And there's a couple there's a couple teams that got kids that can bang it through the end zone. Well, if it goes into the end zone, you can't bring it out in high school. So, yep. uh, that's a valuable weapon to have. I was in Mount Juliet on Friday as our news editor, Ivan Aronin, caught an interview with Rockville head coach, Brian Guthrie. Let's go to that now. So right for the end, I mean, our kids didn't quit. I'm so proud of them. Uh, you know, it, it, it got to a point where the deck was stacked against us, and, and, uh, and we had to start making some plays, and, and we started making plays. Uh, you know, kids battled and fought, and they're just a tremendous, tremendous bunch of kids, and, and they fought for each other. And, we just like, we didn't make enough plays. We made, made too many bad ones and not enough good ones. What uh, what do you remember? What were you remember about this? Uh, just the the leadership out of our senior group. Um, it's a real special group. Uh, they're, they're real strong in their faith, and they brought us together as a, as a brotherhood and a team. Um, they're just they're, they're going to be a, they're going to be a group that uh, of seniors that I'll remember forever. Just a bunch of special kids. I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery. We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on, so when he came home we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family. If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the yard sale store. Our locally owned and award-winning store is stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, yardsalestore.com, to see our latest arrivals.
When it comes to building or remodeling, you need a builder you can trust. Look no further than Garbison Construction. Voted one of Rutherford County's best builders, we deliver quality every time, from start to finish. As a locally owned company with decades of experience, we're proud to serve Rutherford and surrounding counties. Let us help make your dream a reality. Visit GarbisonConstruction.com to learn more. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out who's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Welcome back to the Rutherford County High School Football Show as we continue to recap the first round of the playoffs. The hard part is over. We already talked about the teams who did not advance to the second round. Now let's recap the winners from last week as five of the 11 Rutherford County teams are advancing to the second round. Eagleville went out west and defeated West Carroll 37-6. This Eagleville segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Brody Macklemore was 8-9 passing for 151 yards and three touchdowns. He also rushed for 79 yards and a two-point conversion. Elijah Ferns had five receptions for 132 yards and two touchdowns. Noah Lilly also added a touchdown reception. Caleb Snitzer had 21 carries for 60 yards and a touchdown. Marshall Spann added his own rushing touchdown and four tackles and an interception on defense. Alex Bryant led the defense with six tackles of his own. Jeremiah Broyles was two for two on PATs and added a 26-yard field goal. Huge win for the Eagles as they pick one up on the road and head to the second round. Yeah, I got to quit selling them short. I've known Floyd. We went to school <laughs> together at MTSU. I've known him for over 30 years. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, of course, I did say I don't know anything about West Carroll. I just know going west is always tough. Um, always has been, but Evil went out there and just owned that game from the get from the get go, and that's a big deal for them to get through the first round. They've had no problems getting into the playoffs. It's advancing has you know been tough on them because uh, they've always have a tough matchup. But uh, they went in there and just dominated that game and sets up a a big one on Friday night against uh, Moore County. Yeah, speaking of uh, rematches against, you know, tough opponents, yeah. I know Eagleville's want, wanting that, and, um, you know, they're just going to have to deliver like they have been the past couple weeks. Yeah, they're playing really well. It's three weeks in a row that they've just really dominated their opponents. I know they've kind of gone back and forth on quarterback situations, but Brody Malcolmore has really stepped up. I was watching some of the highlights from the game. And yeah. I mean, he, he is one heck of a, a ball player. He's a tremendous athlete. Um, I mean, probably maybe the best athlete in that school. I mean, he started out as their quarterback anyway. Um, he's a state wrestling champion. He played on these, the uh, two-time state baseball champions. He looks kind of like he, a baseball player. Yeah, I mean, honest. he's a two <laughs> You know, he's a starter on that team. Uh, he's played football. His brother was a good athlete, but uh, wherever you put him, he's going. You're going to get max effort and and great play from him. You know, 
it's disappointing that uh, Eagleville kind of turned it around halfway through the season. If they were playing like this all year, I could see him being a, a Mr. Football uh, finalist. Could have been, just because he plays all over the field. Yeah. And that's your Eagleville segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Oakland hosted Region 4 opponent Gallatin and did not really let the green wave into the game, winning 38-3. to This Oakland segment is brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Jacob Taylor got on the board for, got on the board first with a 24-yard field goal. Taylor was also 5 for 5 on PATs. Dwayne Morris rushed for 188 yards and a touchdown on 19 carries and added another 102 receiving. Ashton Jones and Craig Tutt also scored touchdowns on the ground, and the other two came through the air. One by Kyler Creasy to Chase Bandy, and the other from Kaija King to Patrick Freeman. Coming off a loss to Riverdale uh, the week before, I think above all else, this is a statement win by Oakland, saying they're ready for the playoffs. Yeah, they, they you know, they brushed it aside, uh, went out, business as usual, and they had almost 500 yards in total offense. Um, Gallatin barely had over 100. I mean, it was just, it was a dominant defense. You know, you give up, you know, their defense gave up that scoring drive. To River, that defense takes a lot of pride. Yeah, uh, they're, uh, you know, and they they did a good job of, because obviously they're they're wanting that rematch. But you got to win two games before you get to that rematch. And you know, you're that's talking, all they can think about. And uh, <laughs> but there's, you know, like I said last week, I feel sorry for whoever's playing Oakland because it's not going to be pleasant, and it wasn't. You know, thirty-eight to three, the game was over quick, and. You know, um, on they go to uh, face Mount Juliet, and uh, I know Coach Perry and Creasy. They go way back, but uh, Oakland's—they've they, got the tunnel vision right now. Yeah, it looks like they might have even gotten their their backup. I don't know that I've seen Kaiju King. Uh, Kalaja. Yeah. Kalaja. Uh, yeah. I don't know that I've seen him. He's he's ball. played he's played a lot this year, but you know they're 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 two horses or. Um, certainly, Jones. I mean, um, Morris and Jones, and then you know Hainsworth's in there. Kalaja King's in there. Uh, they've got a lot of weapons. Uh, you know, they've got kids that would be starting at other programs, and you know that depth uh, comes in handy because they've needed it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's your Oakland segment brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to ninety percent off. Riverdale hosted Region 4 opponent Green Hill on Friday and won big 50-13. This Riverdale segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Quarterback Braden Graham completed 24 of 32 for 383 yards and four touchdowns. He also had an interception, which is only his third on the year. Dominic Taylor rushed for 66 yards and a touchdown on 13 carries. Isaiah Verser rushed for 71 on three carries and a touchdown. Verser also added an 82-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Brock Montgomery led, led the receivers with eight receptions for 116 yards and a touchdown. Ben Woodruff had six for 103 and a touchdown. Keyshawn Williams had six as well for 94 yards and a touchdown. And Jalen Thompson secured the other score on a 26-yard TD reception. Khalil Armand was 5 for 7 on PATs and added a 39-yard field goal. Defense forced three turnovers, 
and held them to just 55 yards in the second half. And with one of Green Hill's touchdowns coming off a of pick six, Riverdale's defense only allowed six points. There's nothing hotter than the Riverdale offense, complemented by their defense, led by uh, senior quarterback Braden Graham. Yeah, um, yeah, I was listening to those stats. It's three, <laughs> it's three receivers with essentially 100 yards. And a touchdown. And in one game. So, I mean, um, we've talked about their – they don't have just one or two guys. they got multiple guys. You know, Jalen Thompson, throw him in there. Uh, they got two running backs. And then, you know, Graham's playing at a level that's almost unheard of. And we'd be remiss not to mention the fact that um, Graham, uh, Dewan Morris at Oakland, and Eli Wilson at MT Middle Tennessee Christian School are all um, Mr. Football um, semifinalists. So I want to make sure we got that in there today somehow. So you mentioned Graham. I mean, I mean, it's hard to vote against him the way he's playing uh, uh, right now. And and the thing about him, you know, he's completing like 73% of his passes. Yeah. Uh, for now, I guess it would be 30 seven touchdowns maybe something like that 39 and, yeah and four, and, four and, this week <laughs> and, you know and 3,000 yards I mean you know he's had an NFL season I'd like to have him on my fantasy team <laughs> yeah. that's for sure but anyway no the Warriors are rolling the beat downs keep coming yeah I mean and we interviewed him uh you'll, you can see it in the uh, sports section of the Murfreesboro Post Braden Graham, of course, you know, down on the fact that he gave up a pick six early in the game, but he didn't let up later, you know. No, that <laughs> he kept, happens. He kept it rolling. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you can't have a conscience. you got to go back out there and play your game. Do they do a running clock in, in the playoffs, or, or is it a you little You know, different? I was talking with somebody the other night about that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this might have qualified for that. I think it's 35 points. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I do not know. I would think so. Um but you don't see it happen. Well, now that we mention it, I guess the Oakland game was 35 points too. But yeah. <laughs> I know that game ended pretty quick. It was two, it hour, it was two hours long. <laughs> that one was over before the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's your uh, Riverdale recap segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Region champion Smyrna hosted Region 6 opponent Independence and prevailed, advancing to the second round on a 26-14 victory. The Smyrna segment is brought to you by the Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Running back Thomas Jones left the game early on an injury, but DJ Barksdale came in rushing for 109 yards on 26 carries. Late in the game, Michael Robinson returned an interception for 58 yards, securing the victory. I'd like to see the Bulldogs advance against a tough region. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, Michael Robinson. We've been hearing that name a lot lately on the defensive side of the ball. Smyrna's defense, I mean, they're, they're killer. <laughs> you know, that's seven wins in a row, and I doubted the dogs, and they bit me. Um, <laughs> and they <laughs> certainly bit Independence. Really got off to a great start, and I thought that was big for them. You know, they kind of took control of that game early. You know, Independence uh, made a comeback, but uh, you know, just the defense of Smyrna, and, you know, they got guys making plays on offense now. You know, they're not a prolific offensive team by any means, but they got kids that can make plays. You mentioned Barksdale. He's a young back. It's a big physical guy who um, is really good, obviously. I know. I don't know the extent of 
Thomas Jones's um, um, injury, but he's certainly a guy they will want back this week. Um, well, he was injured earlier in the season, wasn't he? Yes, he's had, yeah. he's been banged up a lot. Another uh, really good athlete, you know, a, a track star, medalist in the um, spring fling. So another really good athlete, and uh, they need they certainly will need him in the lineup this week. Definitely. And that's your uh, Smyrna segment brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. That wraps up all of our recaps from the first round of the playoffs. But stick with us as we announce this week's Rutherford County Player of the Week and take a look at next week's matchups right after this word from our sponsors. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call to a technician that comes out who's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests and we'll always have your back. I'm blessed, blessed through the blood of Christ with a beautiful wife and family to have served in the United States Navy, now serving the great town of Smyrna and blessed that all of our boys went to Stewart's Creek. I'm Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage with over 20 years experience in mortgage lending. If you're buying your first house or your fifth, refinancing or building your dream home, please call or email me or come see me at the South Lowry branch. It would bless me to assist in financing your dreams. Why the Hawaiian shirt? Closing on your home is a celebration, not a business meeting. Go Hawks! He shoots and he scores! We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. People come to plastic surgery offices because they want to improve something that they feel is a flaw in themselves. About 10 years ago, our men's procedures were probably about 10% of what we did. Nowadays, it's more like 30 or 40%. Eyelid lifts, liposuction, and we even do hair transplants here. We are part of the community, and we want to be able to walk around and see faces in the community that we've made happy. Thanks for sticking with us as we continue to cover some of the best football played in the state right here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Three of our Rutherford County players have been nominated for Mr. Football. In 6A, we have Riverdale senior quarterback Braden Graham, who finished the regular season with 2,713 yards passing, 35 touchdowns, and a 72% completion percentage while only throwing two interceptions. Also nominated in 6A is o Oakland running back Dwan Morris, who has rushed for uh, 1,232 yards and 18 touchdowns while averaging 166 yards in total offense per game. Keep in mind he has only played one half in several games this year, but when he does play a full game, he gets well over 200 yards. In Division II 1A, we have MTCS running back Eli Wilson, who has rushed for 1,473 yards and 24 touchdowns averaging 15 and a half yards per attempt while adding two receiving touchdowns. That's a first down every time he gets the ball. Yeah, pretty much. 
Congratulations to those three athletes on spectacular seasons. They will be making the announcements on Tuesday uh, after the championship games in December. I spilled the beans early. I should have known you would have that in there, but I didn't want to forget it. <laughs> well, so. hey, these guys need as much recognition as, as we can give them. You That's know? right. <laughs> but uh, those three players have all received honors from us as Rutherford County uh, Player of the Week. Uh, Monty, who, who do we have uh, this week? We're going with Mr. Morris. Dwan Morris. Morris. 188 yards rushing last week, averaged 10 yards of attempt per, per attempt, and they added 102 yards receiving in the Patriots' 38-3 to win over Gallatin. Yeah, and that's two weeks in a row he's, he's gotten to that 300-yard mark. Talk yeah. about fantasy, play, fantasy yeah. players. You know? he, um, he does, he, he's a dynamic player. They can, uh, you know, they, they line him up at receiver, slot, put him in motion. They, they can do a lot of things with him. And I, I know um, – we got an interview with the Gallatin head coach, and he, he was saying the, the biggest thing I think that separates us from Oakland is is their off-season work in, in the weight, weight room. room. Yeah. Right? You know, and yeah. I guess it really showed. And a, and a guy like him, a powerful running back who can who can really just explode through the line into that second level and, and go, you know, 60, 70, 80 yards, whatever he needs to, really. Yeah, well, he's a – you know, he's a four-star recruit, and he's listed as an athlete. So it's not receiver, it's not running back, it's not – he's listed as an athlete. So um, he's he's going to be playing football, college football at a high level. Yeah, he, he fits the bill of an athlete, doesn't he? No question. <laughs> no question. Well, and another thing, too, he's complimented, like you, like you mentioned. He's got uh, Hainsworth coming out of the backfield and a slew of other gentlemen who – can help him out, you know, if he needs a, a quick water break, you know, yeah. he's, he's he's okay with. Well, you know, Ashley Jones is a thousand yard rusher. Yeah. You know, so I mean, um, but that's not unusual for Oakland to have two thousand um, yard rushers the way they the way they use their offense. Yeah. Um, so not surprising at all. And before we get into the matchups, uh, I do kind of want to look at, you know, some of the playoff scenarios. So we do have. Like we mentioned, Riverdale and Oakland both win. That's going to lead to uh, another matchup, the Battle of the Borough Part, part two. two. And that will be hosted by Riverdale this time. Yeah. Uh, I know Oakland's looking for revenge. I know Riverdale's looking. You know, and they didn't score that, that much uh, or as much as they usually do week to week against yeah. Oakland. That's probably o their lowest. Oakland's got a great defense. Riverdale has proven to have a great defense. So, um well, you know, like I said, they got to get through their business this week. I'm pretty sure they will, but it'll shape up for a, a, a lot of hype yeah. <laughs> come the following week. And then uh, moving moving to the other side of the 6A bracket, I was really hoping for, for Stewart's Creek to win and set up another Stewart's Creek-Smyrna matchup. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. So we'll say Smyrna wins. Um, then they would be playing, the, I think, the winner of Brentwood and, and Summit. So yeah. they've got two really tough games in order to, to try to get to the Yeah, they do. They got a ooh, they, they have a gauntlet. You know, you still got Germantown over there. And I don't know who would host potentially the uh, Brentwood Smyrna game. They're both number yeah, one. Yeah, I haven't seats. looked that far out on the bracket. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and I know you know Smyrna coach would probably kill me for talking about it because you know they're they're focusing on one thing. <laughs> Team only right now. That's right. 
And then uh, MTCS, uh, I think, you know, coming off a bye, they, they probably have a, an easier game this week, but that friendship game is, is looming. It is. Friendship's got a tough opponent this week, I think, in uh, Jackson Christian, though. So I think that's who it is. I may be wrong. Probably. But, uh, yeah. That's another one where uh, friendship is, you know, like we talked about with revenge, they're, they're looking to get that second shot. Yeah. Against the well, I think if I've read the bracket correctly, I think the only way they – the last time they played, they played in the semifinals. I think the only way they could meet this year is in the finals. But That would be a uh, good game. Could be wrong, but a long way to go for them, too. There's some good teams over in West Tennessee. And then the Eagleville, I think they probably have one of the toughest teams in the entire bracket this week. Um, but you got to beat the best to be the best. They have right? the toughest matchup of anybody. Um, we'll talk about that when we preview it. But, yeah, they we got their hands full this week. Yeah, and, you know, I will say this. There are some 10-0 teams that, that have lost. Uh, I think Loretto, 10-0, they lost this they lost this week. Um, and Moore County being 10-0, being, being undefeated. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. So They're, They they probably have the Mr. Football for that, winner. For that one. Yeah, yeah. He, he's unbelievable. So it'll be, um, you know, be interesting to see how Eagle prepares. Well, stick around with us. We'll be right back with uh, Monty's Picks and our Rutherford County Game of the Week. I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery. We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on. So when he came home, we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family. If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the yard sale store. Our locally owned and award-winning store is stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, yardsalestore.com, to see our latest arrivals. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your past to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out, he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. And welcome back to Toots Restaurant on Broad Street on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. 
Five of our 11 Rutherford County teams have made it to the second round of the playoffs, so let's preview those matchups and determine who we think <coughs> will advance to the quarterfinals. In Division 2 1A, we have MTCS hosting FACS. The Cougars are coming off a bye, and First Assembly is coming off a 56-42 victory over Grace Christian. Just to put this into perspective, MTCS beat Grace Christian 42-14 in the second week of the season. So by the transitive property of football, which is foolproof in determining uh, <laughs> games, it appears MTCS has the upper hand. Yeah, I, I tell you, they get into them comparing scores, it'll <laughs> get you in trouble. I guess the one thing for MTCS, it'll be interesting to see how they come back after a week off. You know, some coaches like just to keep playing. Yeah, you're in a groove. They don't want a week off, but that's the way it worked. Um, I guess one thing that is alarming: you look up and you face an opponent that scored 56 points. True. Um, but as I did in my picks column this week, I think MTCS certainly has. I'm not gonna compare scores, but I know they have a lot better defense than what FACS faced last week. And hey. If you want to get into a shootout, they'll be more than happy to oblige you in that regard. So, um, with that in mind, I, I think uh, MTCS moves on, uh, let's say, 49 to 21. That sounds about right. I'll, I'll have to agree with you there, uh, Monty. Pulling for the, the Cougars in that one. Hosting that game, go out and see it if you uh, have the opportunity. In Division One 1A, we have Eagleville traveling to Region 5 rival Moore County. Moore County is undefeated on the year and beat the Eagles 45-20 to earlier in the season. But I will say this, I think Eagleville is a different team coming off their third straight win, led by senior quarterback uh, Brody Moore. Monty, who you got in this one? Well, this is a unique matchup. Um, Chris White, the head coach at um, uh, Moore County, his son is the uh, Mr. Football uh, semifinalist, probably the favorite to win it. And Coach Walker at Eagleville, uh, Chris played at MTSU when Floyd was coaching at MTSU. So they're, they know each other well. You know, there's history there. And, you know, I remember, I remember Chris when he was little. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so, uh, but no, Moore County's got a really, I think the big difference with Moore County and Eagleville, it's not the athletes, it's the size and the strength. Uh, they wear you down. Uh, they just keep coming at you and they just keep wearing you down. You look at the, per the first matchup, it was close at halftime. And then, Moore County took off, and I kind of expect a similar outcome. I expect a close game in the first half, and then I look for Moore County to pull away and probably win, you know. It was 45 to 20 last time, something like that probably. And that's a good point. Uh, Eagleville, I hate to say it, they just don't have that many kids on the football team. They have a bunch of guys that play both ways. and I mean, they're talented athletes, don't get me wrong, but – when you have somebody with, yep. with bigger numbers. And it's not the numbers. They just don't – their numbers are actually okay. It's just they don't have a lot of huge physical kids, like, you know, 255, 260 up front, you know, that just beat on you and bang on you, you know. 
and uh, that's you know they have they struggle with those physical teams. Yeah, <laughs> you think uh, head coach uh, Floyd Walker is kind of wishing he didn't teach uh, <laughs> his old. Uh, well, he <laughs> he <old> did, player. <laughs> Chris, Chris was a linebacker, and uh, Floyd coached um, running backs at that time, I think. So uh, he he had nothing to do with that. But <laughs> there is a history there. <laughs> He's like, oh, I wish I didn't wish I didn't give him the the secret trick yeah. or whatever. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I think those guys will will go at it with you know with a uh, good in mind, you know, a, yeah. fun, a fun environment, and we hope for for a good close game. I know these guys are, are rivals. Um, so, did you take? Are you taking more County? You, you said first half might might be a little. Yeah, I, I said. Close. I think it was forty-five to twenty. I, I took more County, something about like that this time. I would think. All right. Moving on, we have Riverdale hosting Cookville. I'm not sure if there's going to be anything stopping senior quarterback Braden Graham on Friday night. Well, he's locked in, dialed in, whatever you want to call it in. Um, uh, you know, this years ago, you know, Cookville actually was in Riverdale's district for a long time. Um, so, um, but, you know, that has since passed. Everything's changed so much. Um, they've got a – they've – They've had some really good teams up there, but they typically run into Oakland or Riverdale, and they, they get knocked out. Uh, I could see, you know, Cookville giving them a little bit of a uh, battle early, but I, I just don't think anybody can just effectively shut down Riverdale. I mean, if they don't go out and beat themselves, I expect them to win, you know, 49 to 14, something like that. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. And we we keep talking about the offense, but the defense also deserves deserves credit. I know, oh, yeah. they, I know they put up big big points every week, but I, they also, some, I mean they, they got some athletes on that side of the ball. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. And Oakland goes on the road to Mount Juliet, and what should be a tougher opponent than Gallatin, as they did win their region. So. Yeah. Um, coach Perry's a good coach, you know. I'm sure he's going to come up with a plan that he thinks will give them a chance to win. I just, you know, they had, what, three, three or four years ago, they had a classic up there. It was 14-7. to seven. Oakland won it on a block punt, you know. So, yeah, I saw that. Um, but <laughs> uh, I just I just think Oakland's just way better, you know. I just think they're a, a much better team, and uh, they don't really care where they play, um, you know. If, if it's a good atmosphere, that's what you want as a player. You know, I think a lot of people think players get intimidated by that atmosphere. I think what the home crowd does, it really juices the home team up. But there's nothing more than you like as a visiting team. You go in there and just shut that crowd up right off the bat, you know. they The, the competitiveness in you uh, – loves that you know you go up and they're raising cane and all that and you go out and blow it 80 yards down their throat on the first drive that that, that then in turn juices the visiting team up i think oakland wins this by three touchdowns at least yeah and speaking of numbers i know the mount juliet green hill game had five thousand people or, or yeah. something crazy and last week rockville ended up showing out and brought a whole bunch of people and 
that's going to be a good good environment there in Mount Julia. Good gates. Yeah. They're getting some good gates up there. That's what you want. Well, they're charging that, that playoff money this week. That's apparently. right. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, let's get to our Rutherford County Game of the Week. I did want to see uh, Stewart's Creek beat Ravenwood and set up another inner city matchup, but this should still set up to be a really good game. Smyrna hosts Ravenwood, who beat them early on in the season 28-6, but this is a new Smyrna team who has won seven in a row since. I'm not sure if Thomas Jones is still going to be out, which could hurt them, but Monty, who are you taking in this one? i got to go with Ravenwood, you know, and Smyrna's like, keep picking against us, Monty. But, <laughs> um <laughs> You know, they, they I, want it that way. Prove them wrong. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, you know, Smyrna's come leaps and bounds from the first time they play. And if you're, if you're Ravenwood, you're worried about that if you're their coach, Hester, and their staff. If you beat them pretty easily, well, this is a totally different Smyrna team. Absolutely. To- totally different. Um, but Ravenwood's a very good team now. I mean, they're, <laughs> I mean, they're really good. Um, I don't know if they're, you know, state championship good, but they're really good. And uh, uh, I've got I've got to go with Ravenwood, you know, twenty four to fourteen, something like that. Yeah. I think it'll be a pretty close game most of the way. Uh, and you know, hopefully for if you're a Bulldog fan. Uh, uh, some things will go your way, which and you, you play a really, really good game. They'll have to play probably their best game of the year to win this, but they're capable of doing that. And I know their their defense is going to need to come up big. They had a pick six, a uh, couple turnovers there on that yeah, side of the and ball. and it has. They've they've hung their hat on defense uh, during this seven game winning streak. Absolutely. Well, thanks for hanging out with us here on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. We'll be back next week to recap the five games played this weekend and take a look at who will be advancing to the quarterfinals. We'll be here next Tuesday at 10 a.m. right here at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street. See you then. You've been watching the Rutherford County High School Football Show with Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Gould. Read this week's Murfreesboro Post for all the latest news about Rutherford County High School sports. The Rutherford County High School Football Show has been brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, Moxie Pest Control, The Yard Sale Store, Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage, Garbison Construction, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Rutherford County football.